Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. What's up, guys? How are you guys doing today? Good morning. Go ahead and keep talking, Ash. I'll fix my ears. What are you guys doing? We want to hear from you in the comments today. Make sure that you are engaging with us. We want to hear from you guys. We want to talk with you guys while we're here. And if you're listening later, obviously, we know you can't do that. But join us live in the mornings because we want to hear from you as well. Um, but, yeah, how are you guys doing this morning? How are you guys looking forward to the weekend? Go ahead and comment down below what you're going to do this weekend. Some fun things going on. Today we're going to continue on access. It's our last day. Come on, somebody. It's almost like we didn't have access to the who is in control of when the show starts. You can't. You can't. Uh, it just went live. Yeah. It just went live. It's all right. It's weird. The weirdest thing is, right, so I have real ears, like actual human ears that God created me with. But until these are in, it's like it was. I wasn't having any part of it. Until Dave's ears are in, he's not in. He's not in for the podcast. The look of sheer terror on your face, though, when I was counting, because ever so, a little bit of behind the scenes when we do the music into the song, I always count um, every. I count to eight, and on the last count, it's one, two, three, four. Then we go live. Camera transition goes live. Mics go unmuted. Everything. So what was funny was I was counting, and I saw the look of sheer terror on Dave's face because Dave still has his coffee stopper in his drink that's in his teeth he's trying to get his ears in he's trying to get the cable wrapped around it and, the, and i'm counting one two three four it was ma- it was mainly just the my ears, ears in. in the wrong in the good. wrong ears we got access that's right <laughs> so we're wrapping we're wrapping this up i have ash with me today and uh actually it's been a really good series um i've you know what every time i revisit the topics that we write about and talk about, I get something out of it. And uh, it's been a really good series for me as well. And, um, you know, what about you? I know you've been over on social media, but, you know. Yeah, for sure. Access, how important is access? I mean, you know, uh, listening to this this week and preparing for today. I mean, I think listening to this week, I could. I was thinking back and reflecting on just things that are people that God has put in my life, you know. Um, I don't think I'd be at the church that I'm at. Um I don't think I'd be working at the church that I'm at um, if it wasn't for somebody in my life to come and sit me down and say, hey, like, you know, what's your next step? And, like, kind of talk me through that. Um, And so I think there definitely are um, key things that, you know, God, key people that God puts in your life. And it's been a really awesome topic. And even something that I was thinking about this morning was just, like, you know, we can have this access point, and I don't want to go too off topic from today, but... um, we can have this access point, but it's better to have it in God's timing. Have, there's things that you can, there's, there's people can come to your life. Have you ever had the, the right thing, the right person, the right, whatever it may be, come at the wrong time? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the Lord, when he puts people in your life strategically, um, he allows them to come in at the exact right time. Um, and so there's things that you may not even have known, but, yeah. you know, access has really been a blessing to me this week for sure. I, I think, well, I think that's actually right on topic. Um, because, because I, I think it's part of access, you know, I think it's part of access because, um, and it's part of being d- discerning God's will and really being in tune with God. Because the times when you notice what you just talked about, I think, um, is, is when we are trying to take control of a situation ourselves. because that's typically when, you know, when a person comes, you know, maybe, maybe the right idea and same, same, same thought not just the wrong person, but let's say it's the, let's, let's just put a person aside for a second and let's say it's the right 
thing. It's the right idea, but it's at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. You know, God, especially with visionaries, you know, those of you that are visionaries out there can relate to this. God will give you an idea, and, it, and, it's, and you see the fruition of it in your mind, in your heart now. You see, you see the end result, but the reality is there's a process ahead of you. And so it's the right idea, but it doesn't mean that you're supposed to run out that day and implement it. And that's very hard for some personalities, that are, people that are visionaries, because we see it, we live it now. And so access, I think, that's right on time, because access is a lot more than just who you let in. It's when you let in and what you let in. It's yeah. what has access to your life. So sometimes that's not even a person that is, you know, that is an idea. That is a, a, a thing. That is a, it could be a ministry. It could be a business. It could be, you know, uh, it could be an investment. It could be, it, you know, leaving your job to, to go to another job. It's all, you know, th- there's just, access is very important. Yeah. And so I think that's right on time. And, um, and when you're when you're talking about that, you know, I think it, it, something that the Lord just like dropped in my heart. It's, you know, as people that are dreamers, as people, you know, God, when God places a dream in our hearts, mm-hmm. we want to dream too, and that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But I think what we forget is that a dream stays a dream unless we go do the work, unless mm-hmm. we go allow God to work through us. And it's not us doing the work on our own, but He's He's giving us the grace to do it. But a dream stays a dream; it stays in your head unless you put it to your hands to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, with that, I think when we're allowing access and pe- of people in our lives and we're allowing access of even these dreams I think you know beyond people although that this is you know important um, but even beyond people even the allowing the access to that those thoughts in our mind those mm. things going in our hearts those things going to our ears I think when we allow access to those things we need to be um, you know guarding ourselves and a lot making sure that it's from the Lord at the right time at the right thing and when he places a dream in our hearts when and maybe he uses a person that he puts access in our life um, but when he puts those things in our hearts, we have to realize they can't just stay in our hearts and in our dreams. They have to be put, we have to be put to work in order to do so. And we kind of touched on that a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, David in the field, we talked about this. But when David was in the field, um, or God placed a dream and God placed a, a calling on his life and said, hey, you're going to be the king. And then he went straight immediately back to the field. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's that thought. I'm sure David was dreaming when God placed that in his heart. Like when God told him, "Hey, you're going to be a king. You're anointed king." Like that's like that's what he was called to do. Yeah. And instead of just going there, he he wasn't there yet. He had to go mm-hmm. put his hands to work, and God prepared him in that season of work. Yeah. Yeah, and in in one of uh speaking of David, his his predecessor, well, I guess yeah, predecessor. Um one of his one of is one of my favorite, you know, illustrations and I know David replaced him and I know that you know, uh, you know, he went off the deep end and David replaced Saul. But looking back at the story of Saul when he was first anointed um, by Samuel, same prophet that anointed, you know, David, he didn't appear to be kingly material. So it's kind of a trend here if you see that, you know, um, he was he was timid and he had no experience in operating the power of the Holy Spirit. So how God changed him is by bringing him into contact with anointed people. So God used gifts in others to awaken the anointing yeah. on Saul. And then those gifts turned him into another man. So, you know, to make sure he didn't miss those connections, Samuel told him, you know, in advance. So Samuel kind of laid them out in advance, but he let Saul know that they would be strategic in his life. And so divine connections, I believe, in the kingdom of God are, you know, are everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so when, you, when you've, you know, uh, when, when you think about that in 1 Samuel 10, 
you know, I want you, I'm going to read this. When you have left me today, you will come to the Oak of Tabor, and three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you there, one carrying three kids, another carrying three loaves of bread, another carrying a skin bottle of wine. They will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you'll accept from their hand. After that, you'll meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place prophesying. Then the Holy Spirit of the Lord will come upon you mightily. He will show you yourself to be a prophet with them, and you will be turned into another man. So when these signs meet you, do whatever you find to be done for God is with you. So, I mean, listen, I know you're, you know, if you're thinking like I'm thinking even right now, I mean, you got to be pretty, you got to be like pretty dull. (laughs) You got to be not the sharpest tack in the box to not understand when this unfolds because the prophet laid it out in front of him. He literally was like, all right, this guy's going to have three toes and he's going to come here. He's going (laughs) to smack you with his left hand. You know what I mean? He's like going very, very detailed into it. But what the point is, is that he's saying, hey, there's going to be three people you meet that are divine connections. And then when you meet them, and when you, when you engage with them, and when you in, enter into this, then you're going to be another man. You're gonna, in other words, I'm gonna sh- there's that change again that God does every time he puts access into people's life. He changes, the, he changes, <clears throat> he changes Jacob's to Israel, right? He changes, mm-hmm. he changes Simon to Peter, right? He changes the name, which changes the meaning of who we are. And he changed Saul right there. When you meet here... You're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, somebody's going to gain access. You're going to gain access. And then I'm going to shift your life. And then the anointing is going to be upon you. And I just think that's powerful. If when we learn how to recognize divine connections, it may not be that spiritual when it happens, you know, it's not like doves are going to fall from heaven, maybe in your office or whatever. But the reality is you're going to know it. And I believe that it's going to help propel you into what God's has for you. And uh, that's, that's with anything. And it's all about access, right? It's all about recognizing the access of God. And when we think of signs, you know, we usually think of it like in terms of miracles and wonders, but in Saul's case, these signs, you know, that changed his life were people. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think more often than not, God uses people, you know? I mean, yeah. we always like talk about like the, the, the times where, you know, ravens fed Elijah and, you know, manna fell from heaven and, you know, all the miracles. But the reality is most of the time God uses, you know, his word and uses people to deliver, you know, his word. And so these were believers, you know, that imparted to him, you know, uh, spiritual supplies. You know, these are things he needed to step into the office of king. So he had, he received access to someone that had what he needed. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's why it is important to get in that godly community because, you know, it, exactly what you're saying, like that iron will sharpen iron. And, you know, sometimes you just need people in your life that you allow God to place there that, mm-hmm. you know, tell you when you're doing the, the wrong thing, like tell you up front, like, hey, like, and it's not in a con- condemning way. It's in a, when God's using someone, it's going to be in a, hey, like, you're called to greater things than that. You're called to better things than that. Um, and, you know, there's some people, you're going to need people in your life that are going to, you know, not be afraid to challenge you on the hard stuff, the things that you don't want to hear. Um, and so even with that, you know, I just want to encourage you guys, if you guys don't even have a church family, if you don't have a community um, that's, you know, surrounding you in a, a godly Christian environment get into one because that's that's the difference right there it makes God puts us in a room full of believers that we can share these common beliefs but not just share the common beliefs and feel good about it it's like no we're gonna grow in this together Mm -hmm. we're gonna we're gonna go iron's gonna sharpen iron like that's not a fun process that's resistance like that's what's sharpening that you know even just with that encouraging you guys if you guys don't have a church home like get into one it's so important um and it's less about your relationship with you know the church and more about your relationship with God. Um, well, I want to, so let's stop there for a second. I think that's really good. What Ash is saying 
Because maybe somebody's asking this week, and I know this is asked, I know this is thought when people listen to this, you know, whether you listen to this on an audio platform at another time, you know, you, you go, okay, well, how? Where do I start? You know, because it's, it's interesting. Sometimes people will tell you, and we spend a whole week on telling you what, but, you know, you, you go, how? You know, how do I do this? And I think that what Ashton hit on is, is the first step. Don't, you know, it's such a simple step. You go, oh my God, there's that church thing again. Well, it's God's design plan on earth. I mean, it's, he said, this is my, my church is going to, I'm going to, you're going to build my church. The gates of hell won't prevail against it. And the church is not a building. It's the people that come together. I mean, the, the tent of meeting. And so Ashton hit it right on the head. You know, the first place to start, if you're looking for divine connections, get around some divine opportunities mm. get around get around church and um you know go go back to dumasani's comment i guess it was it him that put the comment in there about the scripture and you version yeah so this is evidently today's uh verse on you version i guess they do a daily verse thing so think about this verse in the application of what we're talking mm-hmm. about <clears throat> i would have not thought of that for everyone to ask receives everyone who seeks finds and everyone who knocks the door will be open and so you know, we think of this and we know this is about salvation, but the reality is if you're saved, this verse still applies to you, you know, even more so because now he's, so what else can we ask for? What else can we believe for and seek? What else can we knock for? And, you know, and so I think that, you know, God's, what God's saying here is not only I will save you, but just like he says that I've come to give life, life more abundantly, he comes to give access. He comes to give you and I access to his kingdom access to his promises, access to his word. Because when you're, there's certain scriptures, you know, there's certain promises in the Bible that are just for people that are in, have access to him, you know? I mean, there's conditions, right? And uh, so I I think that's a great verse and it actually applies perfectly for what we're talking about as well. Mm -hmm. So good stuff and an awesome comment about church. I think that's right on. Yeah, get in a church, guys. And it's not, like like you hit it on the nail too, it's not a a building, it's church this is the iron sharpens iron it's those relationships that are super important um and also you know even kind of when you're talking about it when you're going um when you're talking about these access these people that are of access in your life you know when you're placing yourself in a position i think when you you go to places like this where you're surrounded by believers Mm -hmm. um you're placing yourself in a position for those access points and i think so many so often we're like god here's this dream and God does use people. Like, here, here's this dream. God, like, I have this big thing in my heart, and I want to do this. Um, but we're not placing ourselves in the position to receive it. It's not just about the right, you know, the right people in our lives. But sometimes we have to be positioned in the right place at the right time mm-hmm. for the right people to come. Um, and so I think even that, it, you know, with these access points, there's a lot of, there is a personal responsibility point of that where it's like, Am I going to position myself to receive what God has? Mm. Um, you know, when your pa- my pastor was talking to um, some of our location leaders yesterday, and he was saying how, you know, in it's in the a farmer's job isn't harder. The hardest part of a farmer's job isn't planting the seeds. That's you just drop seeds. Mm. The hardest part is when the harvest is there, and when you know they have to because if you don't get the the fruit and the the product, animals come get it. They rot. They, they're not able to be per, like used for what they're made for, um, and so it's the same thing. I think when we're we're sometimes asking for this blessing, but we're not getting the room enough. We're not being the people that are ready to receive it, um, and take care of it and hold it. And so I think that. So maybe have you given? You know, maybe that comes down to the access yeah. on the reverse side. So have we given God access mm. to all of our lives? 
because that's a great point. You know, it's, it's not it's not the flattering part. Dropping seeds or planting seeds is the part we dislike the most because it's the work. But the harvest is what I hear Ashton saying and Pastor Aaron said. The harvest is the part that we drop the ball on the most because it's it's not it's not even though it might be flattering. What are we doing with it? Have we yeah. given access to all of our lives? So. Um, scroll up. Let's let's in the last few minutes here. Let's let's go into. So let's give you guys some actionable points. Let's talk about building divine relationships and then recognizing. So building them. If you don't have any, if you've never done this, or you know, and and I think what you're going to find as you begin to try to build divine relationships, you're going to also immediately recognize that there's at least one in your life that you know that this that's who that person could be. You know. So let's talk about building them and then of course recognizing those divine relationships. So considering that above. All else, right? Our Heavenly Father desires a relationship with us. It makes sense, all right? So we need to, uh, first of all, come to the realization it makes sense that that He places so much value on our relationship with one another. And so just as God has divine connections in mind for, for you and I, right? Keep in mind, we talked about, Diana mentioned this the other day, you are also the divine connection that someone else is waiting for. Don't underestimate that and don't sit on the bench because it's important to recognize and embrace these relationship gifts he places in our lives, right? So here are, you know, a few ways, and we want to discuss these kind of in the last half of the show, and not all of these will necessarily apply, but maybe one of them will. So let's, let's just give a couple of them. So number one, how to recognize is the person up-levels your purpose or assignment. Or levels up, right? Up levels. So that person up levels your purpose or assignment. <clears throat> so have you ever had a conversation with a person who is able to grab a hold of your vision, whether this business, ministry, or personal? Have you ever had a conversation where, just like Elizabeth and, and, uh, and Mary, you know, when, when they got together, what was in them leaped? Have you ever been around someone who caused your dream, your vision to leap? And they were able to grab a hold of it. They got it, you know? And yeah. take hold of thinking about your vision. Maybe, you know, so if you, if you had a conversation with someone and they were not only able to grab hold of it, they were able to take your thinking about it to another level. They were able to add to it. Mm-hmm. They really got it. They didn't just, yeah, 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 yeah. They kind of came back and were like, well, you know what? That's really cool. But let, me, let me tell you this. And then when you left them, you felt like, you know, you felt affirmed and your vision felt good. They added life to it. And so it could be through a new idea, an expansion to your idea, a new dimension to your vision, but it's something that, that neither distracts or detracts, right? It, it resonates with your spirit. And that's the same kind of, that when Mary and Elizabeth, again, they got together, what was inside of both of them resonated. It didn't conflict, it resonated. So have you ever had been around somebody like that? You know, they level up your purpose or assignment. And um, I think that's important. Yeah, for sure. Amen. Um, I think when, you know, talking about someone that's going to level up that, there's sometimes like God uses people who honestly have have a little more experience, have a little more, have dreamed bigger than us, Mm -hmm. you know, to push us out of that where we are. Because, you know, when God gives us these dreams, sometimes they're so much bigger than us. Like, you know, there's dreams in my heart that God's placed and I'm like, God, you're like, are you serious? Like, I I don't know how to do this. Like, I can't do this. And the thing is, he's going to place the number one, the dream in our hearts, but and he's also going to be there sustaining us and gracing us through it. But he also is going to place those people um, in our lives to help us, like you were saying, level up and, mm-hmm. you know, dream bigger and go bigger with that vision and take that vision. And, you know, kind of similar to what we're doing, plant, God's planted the seed. But the, these people are going to help us as we, you know, 
as we take the harvest, they're going to teach us how to do it. Um, and it's super important that, you know, we allow room for those people to come in our lives. And that's the practical side of it. Like, this is how we're going to recognize, um, you know, those people in our lives. Like, you know, someone can say, hey, bro, like, you should do this. That's not a dream bigger. That's not a person that's helping you level up. It's mm-hmm. it's they're going to come alongside your God-given dream and your yeah. God-given um, purpose. And, and they're not going to place a purpose that they think on you. They're going to place, they're going to encourage you in the purpose that God's placed on you. Yeah, they're not um, going to, they're not going to distract or detract. Mm-hmm. And that's important yep. because they can distract you from it. The enemy, keep in mind, the, the enemy is cunning. I mean, listen, yeah. let's just face it. Look, he's, he's lost the battle, but he still is cunning. And the, where he comes in is he wants to distract mm-hmm. and he would love to detract from your vision. Yeah. Mom, mom text in. So, so Diana's, she's co-hosting from home, but she said this, she said, divine connections are also designed for living daily life. Say God may connect you with someone that examples a good work ethic and mentors mm-hmm. you by their life uh, lived, which causes you to implement that in your life because you see the fruit of that person's labor. He may mm-hmm. connect you, for instance, she said, to a mom raising her children in a way that points them to Jesus, shows love and kindness, grace, prepares healthy meals for their family. She's talking about herself. She is, <laughs> she's straight up talking about herself. Prepares healthy meals for their family, balances mom, I'm sorry, for their family, uh, balances mom, God, homework, and soccer practices. And so you pick up things and apply to your life. Uh, she might as well just said, and, you know, has her uh, youngest daughter go and pick up her room before she, I'm just kidding. Wow. I don't <laughs> no. live there anymore, guys. She said, so. yeah, God may Listen connect now. you, she said, to a couple as you, to a couple as a single person that encourages you to prepare your heart, life, etc., for your future spouse or challenge to make changes to a better spouse. Divine connections may be for simple daily life application, but just big things, the list can go on, on, and on. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. And I think that's honestly... She straight up was talking about herself that, in that segment. <laughs> hey, you're just a great mom. We get it. That's right. Um, but and no, wife. seriously... Um, you know, even going off of that, like sometimes it's like these people that God places in our lives, like you may have the dream, but you don't have, you know, this part of it. Like, so for instance, like I remember a long time ago, I'm naturally, if you know me, I'm not a disciplined person. I'm, you know, my <clears throat> trainer can attest to this. I'm very naturally not disciplined. Um, and her father and her mother and, and her Pretty husband. much anyone in my life, I get it. But I'm naturally very not a structured, disciplined person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, there's a season in my life where God challenged me on being disciplined. And it was just simply, you know, be disciplined in what I've given you. And um, I, I didn't, honestly, I didn't listen. And looking back at that now, I could really use some discipline in my life. Like, and, you know, looking back, he was trying to prepare me for this upcoming season where I had to be disciplined mm. in my life. Um, and I ignored it. I, did, I was like, that's a hard thing, God. <laughs> I'm not there yet. And I didn't allow him to, you know, to, to teach me that and to grace me through learning that. Mm-hmm. But, and I think that's, that, that's kind of the thing. God will use these people in our lives to, and he did use people in my life and I still ignored it. So don't ignore it. Don't be better Amen. than me. But he uses people in our lives and graces us through that to get, kind of help us in the areas that maybe, maybe you have this part down. Maybe you have the craft down. If you, I don't know, if you want to go to hair school, I, I don't know. If you want to go to hair school, you may have the craft down, but maybe to run your own business in your own salon, you need that business experience and you need, need that business mentor. God places those things in our lives. He places those people in our lives that come alongside of those dreams and add to it and say, hey, you have this, but you don't have this. Maybe Let, let's come alongside of it. Yeah. Come on, somebody. I don't know what. Hey, 
because we had church in here today. <laughs> Guys, we got church. We have, we have a few more minutes. Let, <laughs> so we're not going to be able to talk about all of these parts, but let's get some of them out so we can at least put them in the notes, and then, yeah. then you can comment, Ash, on whichever one you, you feel like. So, so number we went over number one. Number two, listen, because I want to give you some ideas on how you can discover these divine connections too. The person encourages you. It's kind of what Ash was talking about. Motivates you and simply won't allow you to quit. Anyone who doesn't allow you to quit, that doesn't allow you to quit, that encourages you, motivates you, that could be a divine connection. So these are people that are genuinely excited about what God is doing in your life. They may not even understand the details, right, or have the expertise in what you're doing, but their hearts are connected to yours. And these people will reach out to you. They'll offer prayer, encouragement at the perfect moments. Number three, the person actively seeks opportunities to connect you to resources you need to facilitate, uh, facilitate progress with your purpose or assignment. Again, this is a divine connection. So God can connect you to resources. He can connect mm-hmm. you to someone who's a kingdom financer, who's a, who's a person who, you know, uh, who could be a strategic partner, silent partner in your business, whatever. So they, they, they seek opportunities to connect you to resources, whether, you know, they're giving it to you or connecting you to it. And these are people that are not about you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. That's not what I'm talking about. These are people that give from their heart and are willing to help even when, listen, there's no immediate payback for them because they're kingdom-minded. And you go, well, wait a second. How do I find these people? You don't, you don't find them. God connects you to them. You understand? You don't find them. Don't go out like looking for them, right? Just, just, just be aware that that person is going to be connected to your life, and God knows what he's doing. And uh, one last one, then I'm going to give Ashton the, the close. Whatever you're with this person, you sense the presence of God. And this is the most important, I think, of all in the midst of your gatherings. So it's not distorted, it's not perverted, it's not out of balance or out of line. These conversations are divinely inspired. They're anointed conversations about life, ministry, family, business. And there are some people who, whose presence, mere presence activate and ignites you. I mean, when you're around them, you're more creative, you're more inspired, you're more on fire for the kingdom. Amen? And mm-hmm. uh, just keep one thing in mind, not every divine relationship or connection is a lifetime relationship. So yeah. many of them won't be. They're seasonal relationships as well. So, so be open to what God is doing and give access and remove access depending on the scenario. Use discernment. He'll speak to you. Amen. And, Ash? Um, you know, going off of that, like what you, when you were saying how we don't have to seek those things, we don't have to seek that person, and you hit that on the nail. And I just wanted to encourage, you know, you believer, I'm talking to you, um, your job isn't to seek those things. Your job is to seek first his kingdom, and his righteousness. And guess what? Those things, those access points, the other things will be added to you. But your job is not to seek those things. God God does that that for you. Your job is just to be in right standing with the Lord, be in good relationship with him, seeking for his kingdom, his righteousness, and then those things will come. Um, you don't have to strive for what God has for you. You just have to be where God wants you to be. Mm. And you just have to continually be walking towards him, walking closer to him, walking in relationship with him. That's your job. And he leads the step. When you're walking in obedience, you know where to go. The steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. So your job is to be right, standing with God, righteousness, and the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord, and just take a step. <laughs> you're, that's your job, and you're stepping where God wants you to be. Just continue growing in that relationship and allow God to place those people in your life at the right time because premature anything is not good. So, mm. Good stuff. Come on, Ash. Good word. Somebody. Before I close this out, Ash, why don't you go ahead and, go ahead and give us 30 seconds of a tease of next week's at Guys, it's exciting. So um, can I say the name? Yeah. Uh, before and after, guys. That's the name of it. Um, it's going to be talking about how, you know, before we were in Christ and 
after we came to know Jesus, what our lives look like, what we reflect, who we become. It's a great, going to be a great series. I really believe it's going to encourage you saints. Come on, somebody. Yeah. We're going to have church next week, too. We're just going to keep having church. Are you good with that? Amen. I'm good with that. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in today. We hope you guys enjoyed this series. It is going to be, we'll have the episode up today, but everything will be available so you can always go back and watch this again. Um, If you guys haven't heard already, we talk about it every day. We have a daily encouragement text that goes out every single morning, and it's just called 830 EST. If you guys would like to subscribe to that, it's just a little message from Dave every single morning that we send out just as a little pick-me-up. Maybe you can't tune in for the podcast. Maybe you need that extra little bit in the morning. You can text the letters EZGC to 813-522-3356. That will get you opted in. You will get them every single morning, Monday through Friday. We promise we're not going to spam you on the weekends. We're not going to hit. We're not going to sell you things. It's just a little quick pick-me-up to start your day. But if you guys want to subscribe, text EZGC to 813-522-3356. Everybody that watches us on YouTube Live and Facebook Live, thank you so much for being with us every single morning. It does mean the world to us that we have comments. Um, whether we shout you guys out or not in the middle of a podcast, I can tell you, I read a lot of them. I watch Dave, I watch Ashton. We all see them. I can see the times that they get a little smile, even if it's just an encouraging thing that you guys are saying to reaffirm that, you know, the things that we're saying are on point. So we really appreciate you guys and the engagement we get from you. Um, if you guys are ever not able to make it live, you can always catch us on every audio platform out there. We're pretty much on all of them. The biggest ones, Apple podcasts, Spotify, and Google podcasts, make sure you subscribe to us on there, have us on the go in case you can't make it live. If you're listening on the audio platforms, any of those that I mentioned before and any other ones that we are on and you want to join us live, you want to join the conversation, you can find us every single morning, Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. EST on Facebook and YouTube Live. Just search David Villa Game Changer and it'll come right up. Faith Gear's newest drop, Summer 21, is up on the site. It's available. We have a very limited supply. Make sure that you guys grab it while you can. Once we run out of it, it's going to take at least three weeks for us to get more stock in, plus whatever time it's going to take to ship it out to you. So if you guys want it, make sure you grab it now. This week has been all about our Bible plan access on version. If you haven't checked it out, it's in the show notes. It's in the comments on all of our um, live platforms. Go read through it. it fo- you can follow it. You can actually go watch, rewatch the episodes and follow along with the Bible plan each morning if you want to or each day, but we followed along with that directly. But thank you all for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll see you next week for Before and After. Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. And on that note, we out. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villa's Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.